What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Danny's Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Robert. And today, we're going to be talking about some season finales for spring 2021, as well as some manga of the week. So let's get to it. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? We are back for another week of the podcast. I am doing pretty well myself. I hope you all had a pretty cool, pretty chill weekend, as well as just last week in general. Overall, you know, for me, business as usual. You know, kids had sports and stuff, which I'll kind of get to in a second. But just as usual, you know, the usual housekeeping and stuff up, up top. If you're not already or subscribed or whatever, you know, follow the podcast, subscribe to it, follow me on all the social channels. I am pretty much on a lot of platforms, both for the podcast as well as just for social media in general. So some of it I hopefully promote and talk about like my Twitter, but I'm on other places to where I'm kind of experimenting with doing other things other smaller forms of content that kind of you know complements the podcast so you know some some stuff you know i'll talk about some stuff will be be just kind of uh, some surprises for y'all to uh stumble and discover so pretty much you know if you can think of it just look for dad needs to talk or dad needs to talk podcast and see what you might find on some of these other platforms because I got some stuff either that I've been doing for a little bit or just some stuff that I'm just now kind of getting off the ground that I'm kind of experimenting and playing with. So yeah, just now kind of wanted to experiment, test out the waters on various platforms and stuff just to see, you know, like, okay, like, like what all, I guess like what all can I do? What all stuff would I like to do? And then what stuff can I eliminate? Like, eh, okay, I'm not really, you know, I, like example, I try to do Reddit. <laughs> Didn't really take off for me or whatever, or I wasn't really able to utilize it in a way that was beneficial to me. So I haven't really been on Reddit in a while and other stuff like that. So, so yeah, so just be on the lookout for Danny's to talk or Danny's to talk podcast on various platforms but yeah like i said like the podcast follow subscribe share with your friends and family tell the world about this fun show this fun time that we have every week sometimes multiple times a week depending on you know how how i'm feeling but let's get to a little bit of life talk a little bit of you know other general discussions and stuff so yeah like i said just business as usual with my track kids my daughter once again and you know this this little little proud dad humble brag but once again she went out there and dominated both of her track meets let me actually let me look up the times okay so for my daughter and reminder, she is running the 12 and under 
age range as far as the 400 meter and the 800 meter races. So she got in the 400 meter race, she got first place with a time of one minute, eight seconds. And then in the 800 meter race, she also got first there with a personal best time of two minutes and 42 seconds. So obviously very, very proud of my baby girl. You know, like, like I've mentioned before, us having such a stellar year in 2019 where she went to state and she got eighth overall in state to then with the pandemic happening and then, you know, us pretty much losing the whole year, you know, she's kind of come back full force, working her butt off hard every day. The coaches and the teams are fully behind her, supporting her. So it's very awesome to see. Glad to be a part of it. We have regionals coming up over the next couple of weekends. So I know we have the regular, it's two separate regionals. One is for the regular TAF track and field stuff. And then the other one is for AAU track and field stuff. So, so yeah, so she's in both leagues. So there's going to be a couple of you know busy weekends doing what's it called regional meets to see you know, if we can get qualifying times to get to state, which would be at the end of the at the end of July slash beginning of August. So very exciting times, but, you know, some very uh, work heavy field times as well. It's like, OK, hey, getting down to crunch time to where things really, truly will matter. So we first to go in and try to have some fun along the way. And also, you know, also throw some some love to my my middle son who, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, he's, you know, starting to run track for the first time this year. He's eight. And so he's running, you know, because of how they do the age stuff, whatever. He's having to run up a league or up a group, whatever. So he's running with the 10 and under group. And so I believe he had got, I think, fifth in both the... 400 meter race and the 800 meter race so you know the 400 meter race you know he is still trying to no actually no the four, the 400 meter he's been doing okay in it's that 800 meter he is you know still trying to figure out his pacing and stuff for that so you know it, it's all good he'll he'll get there in due time but you know still very proud of him putting in the work especially running against guys that are a couple couple years older than him so so yeah so that, that was it for the track stuff now we also had some basketball this weekend my oldest son had a basketball tournament that they had over in Plano this weekend and he uh so it it was a very funny situation because he ended up playing on a, a new team that was kind of just put together for this tournament from a friend of a friend or a friend of the family or something or whatever. This coach had requested for our board to come play with them because when we saw the team, like majority of their team was like super short, super tiny. So my oldest boy, he is by far the tallest person that they had on the team as well as the most experienced. And so... Yeah, so we went out there to do that. But the funny thing is, is that, and, and this is something we didn't know going into it or whatever, but his original team that he's been playing with 
for like that we've been part of for like five plus years they ended up enrolling in the tournament too but they enrolled in last minute which is why this situation happened because obviously if we knew ahead of time that they were going to be in it then hey you know we would have ran, ran with the home team but you know didn't know it's after the fact so it was definitely kind of a uh one of those like top 10 anime betrayal moments <laughs> to where a lot of the the kids and stuff and some of the parents too from from our original team were like wait hey it, it, is that jay on the other team and so they had to play them twice so they played them yesterday and my son lost to his original team that first time but it was a pretty close game so I think they, they only lost by like a few points and then they had to play again today for third place in the tournament and my son's team that he's on now or the temp team he's on they came together and they pulled it off they won 30 what was it 36 to 35 in overtime and so yeah my my wife said he was out there balling his butt off and I believe it because I saw when he was out there playing against them yesterday he was going in so yeah when 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 my boy is turned up like he 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 really be getting down out there on the court so you know still have a lot of work to do to as far as like consistent whatever consistency and stuff but you know another proud humble brag but it's like but yeah but real talk yeah when when my oldest son is on it he's a problem but you know (laughs) enough about that but, um, but yeah, yeah, overall, yeah, it was a fun, fun sports field weekend. And I kind of got a chance to try to chill a little bit and try to catch up on some form of sleep. But of course, I was chipping away on some of these mysterious projects that you may or may not find on certain platforms on the Internet. <laughs> and so just kind of, you know, I kind of had some creativity flowing in the back of my mind that, you know, that wasn't going to work properly for what I normally do here on the podcast so did some playing around some experimenting with some stuff and so put something out and now it's out there in the world and so we'll, we'll see how how that project kind of goes and grows over time and and there will come times to where it will intersect sometimes loosely sometimes directly with what I'm doing here on, on the podcast and stuff so so yeah so exciting times about that and then and then yeah I I kind of had a moment today to where it was kind of like kind of like getting a little bit later in the afternoon I pretty much been in the house like majority of the day and decided to just go out to the park and go for you know a, a nice little ride down over to the park and then go out there and just walk around do a little running a little bit of jogging while listening to some podcasts and stuff and so I, I i have to give shout out to the friend the homie so there, there's a podcast i listen to and part of the language but the language is necessary for me to say the name of her podcast the podcast is called let me tell you something bitch <laughs> and it is both funny as well as inspirational at times whenever I'm listening to this podcast because the host, me me and her have a lot of things in common that we found out over time, you know, just kind of like us kind of 
interacting and stuff online on Twitter and stuff and then listening to each other's content or podcasts and then finding out, oh, we have some, you know, a lot of things like we both have birthdays around the same time and have gone through some similar life and family trauma. And so it, it has been very good for me to have somebody that can kind of relate and connect to me when it got, when it deals with some of the, you know, the life and grief stuff I've been dealing with, with my mother and my sister passing, you know, within the last year. And so having somebody like that to where it's like, okay, I can listen to their podcast and, you know, like I said, like, you know, like I said, some episodes, you know, are kind of just funny stories and stuff, but some of them are really heartwarming and, and kind of tell me things and messages that I need to hear because she has gone through the process that I'm going through now some years back. So just want to give her a shout out and, you know, go, go show her podcast some love. It's one, like I said, I have pretty much enjoyed from the time I listened to the trailer. Like, go, go and find the podcast on either Spotify or whatever streaming service and just listen to the trailer. If you are not in love with or at least interested with the podcast by the time you finish that trailer and it's only a minute long, then I don't know what to tell you. Cause yeah, she, she just really hooked me in with that trailer, but, but anywho, but yeah, so I was listening to that and as well as, you know, some mixing in some music and stuff um, in between or after I finished catching up on the episodes and yeah, just kind of just enjoying a nice walk. And I think I was out there for a good hour maybe almost two hours, hour, hour and a half, somewhere in there, just walking around, just enjoying the fresh air, the fresh breeze, the scenery of, you know, this beautiful pond in the middle of the park and, you know, people out there playing basketball, kids on the little playground area, people out there fishing, ducks and all types of, you know, other little uh, bird creatures out there just waddling around. And then, you know, I kind of you know, took a moment to where, you know, after I walked around for almost an hour, or I think it made like 30 minutes to an hour, I just found me a nice little bench and just kind of sat there and read some manga. So that was kind of a nice feeling to do, you know, just like, hey, I'm out here in the fresh breeze. Only part that sucked, of course, you know, kind of like having to be on the, you know, on my toes for, you know, freaking bugs and stuff where they might be crawling around so that's kind of like the only annoying part but otherwise very peaceful time at the park and you know I've mentioned you know some of my episodes that I've done before when I was you know kind of first starting to get back at trying to get active and stuff going out and walking this is definitely something I want to continue to do because um, I hadn't really gotten to do it in a couple of weeks which you know hey understandable I guess in some sense because hey freaking five kids sports and work and all this stuff but i want to at least try to incorporate it in bare minimum once a week if not more just because i need to you know just gotta stay on top of it keep pushing keep grinding to just better myself you know physically mentally emotionally and yeah so that that's a part of the journey that we that I will continue to do, continue to strive forward in and stuff and 
yeah well we'll see where where the journey and stuff takes us and last, last little thing i kind of want to you know give just give some shout out because like i mentioned before being part of this podcast slash content creation community has been awesome in so many ways because i've gotten a chance to meet interact and talk to so many cool people and i just kind of wanted to give a shout out to a handful of some specific content creators just to like i said just just to show some love to them so a, a few of these and i'll point out which ones but a few of these are actually people that are either here within the same dfw metroplexes where i live or they're from here within texas in general which is pretty cool like man there's a lot of people that are very close to me that you know are doing similar work and stuff that also look like me so you know um, i'm gonna gonna give a shout out to some of you know a handful of people i just you know want to encourage people to also kind of go check out some of their work and stuff um especially and you know especially if you know you're out there like me and you are trying to you know like like mix up your rotation of stuff that you're listening to whatever but if, if you're looking for more black podcasters that talk about anime manga and things of that nature like i do both male and female then i'm gonna give a shout out to a few of them one group is called three weebs in a podcast another one and this is one of the ones that are here or within texas kame house that's an awesome group pretty much majority of these groups is a mix of either guy and girl or two girls and a guy anywho very very awesome combinations of people and hosting all these shows but anywho i'm gonna go on so like i said three weebs in a podcast kame house another texas one called blanime podcast another texas one called mike check waifu waifu <laughs> I, I i love I, I love a lot of these names and stuff and think think one of the last ones i'll give us just a quick little shout out to whatever it is i'll call him my little homie because i mentioned before i had did a podcast with him a couple weeks ago that should be coming out relatively soon but little homie anime gensho so yeah check out some of these people show them some love let them know that you know robert from dad needs to talk sent you so you know like i said just, just trying to share some love and uplift other people in the community because it's like it's like i want for you but like, man yeah we're, we're all in competition we don't need to be it's like no if one of us succeeds then we all succeed because we're all in this together and 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 and, and this is even speaking beyond just the whole no black content creator side things whatever just all of us podcasters and stuff in general you know uh sharing each other's work commenting interacting recommending shouting out all that stuff it is very awesome to see so yeah so we all elevate together and we all win so yeah so i'm gonna take a quick little break and then we're gonna get into talking about some season finale of some anime actually real quick because there was a couple of a couple more specific channels and content creators i wanted to give a shout out to as well and i want to make sure i got them in today 
One of them, her name is Sund Airy. She has a, a YouTube channel underneath that name. And she also does work for, or she's also a host of HBCU anime podcast. But she had recently put out a cool YouTube video talking about basically it's one of her favorite series, Yu Yu Hakusho, and kind of just going over what their potential music playlist would be if they if they had one. And of course with the series being from the nineties, she pretty much picked songs and artists and stuff from that time. Some of it based off of different hints and stuff from the anime and the manga and some of it just from you know reading the characters personalities so that's very awesome she does awesome work like so i want to give her a shout out and then the other one is a very awesome wholesome wholesome family i came across earlier today called the weeb family Okay, sorry about that. I had to make sure I had got the right name. Yes. So it's called yeah, Meet the Weeb Family. It's a YouTube channel. And like the name implies, it is a family. It is a father, mother, and daughter that talk about and review and discuss manga. So I was like, that's very awesome, very wholesome. Whole family together just talking about a nerdy thing that they love to do. And love to collect because even just like the few glimpses of stuff that I've seen, they have a very big and very impressive <laughs> manga collection. So, but yeah, so like I said, I just want to make sure I got those last couple in, give them a shout out and some love. And so now let's go into talking about some anime. So pretty much, you know what it is. We got to start with the season finale for Megalobox 2 Nomad and of course spoilers 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 for the finale and I just have to say up up top I loved it it was very awesome this definitely kind of solidifies that Megalobox Nomad I'm, I'm gonna have to sit down one day and kind of like figure out like my top 10 anime of, you know currently of all time because I think I might have to squeeze Megalobox in there somewhere even if it's sitting at number 10 or something but this season has just been fantastic because it took the honestly kind of kind of like basic premise of just like hey it's, you know do boxing and stuff from season one and it fleshed out the characters in such a way that I did not expect. And of course, like the music is still on point and things of that nature. But yeah, for, for this finale, we had the big championship match of Joe versus Mac. And the fight in general was pretty solid. I, I will say I probably, it probably wasn't the most impressive fight of the series, but I still enjoyed it. And... Joe ended up losing because uh, Sacho ended up throwing in the towel, you know, just just because he felt like, okay, hey, that's enough, you know. And so in the process of, you know, all this stuff going on, you know, the, uh, what's her name? The Shirato lady, she ended up confronting the Roscoe president guy 
to where basically he ended up turning over the intellectual rights to the BES little brain chip thing so that it can be used by scientists all over the world for medical purposes only and then he ended up going, going to jail and then the lady she ended up stepping down as president of her company and you know promoting her assistant up to take over and so yeah it was just very awesome just seeing all these like changing of the guards you know it looks like Mac is probably done boxing because he, he just knows like okay the pain and stuff this has caused his family he doesn't want to keep on you know doing that so I think he's done with boxing as well and so kind of going to the actual ending of it so Sachio ends up leaving to go train now this part I couldn't understand I, I think he left to go do mechanic stuff I believe but it might be boxing but, but I think but I but I don't think that would be the case, especially after what happened in the, you know, last couple episodes where, you know, Joe kind of made him give it up. So, but anyway, you know, kind of have this final moment where, you know, everybody's together and stuff. And then they eventually say their goodbyes. And so as, so Joe is taking Sachio halfway to his destination and along the way or on their way leaving, the group gives Sachio this very beautiful group shot of everybody currently you know and they're like older teens and stuff whatever and so that was very awesome very wholesome and so there, there were a couple of spots in this finale that that almost got me almost got me choked up and I was like okay nope my whole strong but then at the very end they got me because after Joe dropped off Sachio and Sachio rode off on his bike then Joe gets in the truck and he hears a voice basically saying it's about to get kind of lonely huh and so of course Joe's looking around like the heck what was that voice and then we get this beautiful shot of you know Joe is just driving through the countryside and it shows you know just a shot just on Joe and then it kind of goes the camera kind of pans to the to the back bed of the truck and it's pops it's this the old man just chilling in the back of the truck it, obviously a spirit just having a drink and then on top of that a hummingbird comes and flies around him a little bit and then flies off and he just kind of smirks and then joe just continues to drive off and it's like man no <laughs> yeah the, the the choking up came at that moment and i'm like oh man they got me. They really got me. But that was a very awesome way to end Megalobox to Nomad. So if, if you heard me talk through all this stuff, whatever, I highly recommend. Please give Megalobox a try because it is so worth it. The, the first season was pretty solid on its own. But this second season, I feel has gone above and beyond any expectations and stuff you know I had going in you know for for this season and so yeah that's why I'm highly recommending it and gonna have to put it places somewhere pretty you know high like so within the top 10 possibly of my favorite series of all time so yeah and so moving on to the next anime so the next one is another one from the spring season 
that I just binge watched over the last week. And and I think I mentioned it a little bit at the beginning of or, or sometime last podcast, but it's called Vivi Florence Eyes Song. And this is the anime where it's basically about the main character. She is a AI who sings or, or that that is her duty, that is her objective is to sing and to bring happiness to people with her singing. Well, just kind of just slight spoilers for these just like just to kind of give like the general premise of it before I get into like more detailed stuff whatever in a second but so pretty much something goes wrong and all the AIs around the world go berserk and they end up wiping out all pretty much all of humanity except for this one scientist who execute basically executes a program to send something back in time to basically warn Vivi or to, to recruit Vivi to help out in changing this future. And so, yeah, that's kind of where things kind of kick off. And like I said, just kind of just speaking in general terms, for one, like the visuals and the music are beautiful and sound so good and crisp. So that part alone is good. The action and fight scenes are freaking ridiculous and top notch as well. And the story I felt was pretty solid as well. I feel like it kind of wrapped up in a nice way, but also kind of left kind of like a question mark at the end. So yeah, definitely recommend checking out Vivi. So yeah, so now going into a little bit more spoiler talk on it. So, this whole journey of this show was pretty wild because it it, it was kind of interesting and cool, though sometimes jarring every now and then, but like, you know, whenever VV slash Diva and, shoot, what was his name, Masamoto would complete a big mission and then basically he would disappear for years and then pop back up. You know, oh, hey, it's been five years. Oh, hey, it's been 15 years. And so, and then, you know, they pick up the next task and the next mission. But, yeah, I, I just really just overall just really enjoyed this series. And I'm glad that I finally got around to it and gave it a shot. Um, I have to do that with some of these other anime as well. I think like 86 as well as Odd Taxi. I've heard good things about both. So I need to check out those, but, but yeah, but yeah, back to Vivi. Yeah. That last part, like, or <laughs> they kind of just like, like the creepiness of like the end where like all the AIs are singing her song and it's just like so eerily creepy, but awesome at the same time. And then that last part where the freaking uh, professor had to send her back. I think I think he sent her back. I think twice. I believe, and I know for sure that last time he sent the thing back, he ended up. I think he ended up dying just because you know of of how all that stuff kind of plays out. But yeah, it, it was just really cool, and it, it was neat finding out along the way that this professor or this scientist that we met in episode one, they kind of kicked this whole thing off was that little kid that she met along the way 
when she had finally retired from singing and was just kind of like in that museum and this same little boy she got to watch grow up over the years you know from like he was like a little little I think he was like maybe like 11 12 if that when they first met and then she got to see him like through 10 years college he got had got married had a baby lost his wife and yeah and then he got older in age and all this stuff it was just wild that she got to experience this whole lifespan but the crazy thing is is that like she had this mission going on but of course she didn't know that it was him from the future that had sent this or that had kicked off this whole thing because it was just kind of crazy when that realization happened later on to where basically he realizes like wait so basically when he when I saw you as a kid you were already working through the plan you know to that that you know we're doing now and so that was kind of just just kind of crazy and wild seeing how all that stuff played out but but anywho enough rambling you know it was good you know a bit sad like like the way she kind of like but very respectable like like the way she went out with the you know her singing her song and, and speaking of like the singing the song before he, you know he had to send her back again that moment when the freaking when the the master AI thing kind of basically gave Vivi an option like hey if you can sing your song then you know, we'll stop but that first time she couldn't sing and they rained down hundreds if not thousands of satellites from outer space just all over the planet and it just like wiped out everything so that was insane to see because you know usually you're so used to like oh well they're gonna get there before the timer runs out and everything's gonna be okay and then when that when that sucker hits zero and then you just sort of see like the streaks coming through the atmosphere and then explosions and fire it was whoa <laughs> so but yeah but anywho yes VV was good was awesome definitely check it out give it a shot um and you know I, I am curious like that ending with her kind of waking up or whatever it's like is that still her did she, you know, did she just get her memories wiped or what is really going up with that but anywho check out VV if you heard me through all this rumbling or rambling and didn't care about spoilers hey go check it out it is definitely worth your time now these next couple can be going to be a little quick just because I've already read the manga on these but I'm going to try to keep it as kind of vague in general but Tokyo Revengers anime so I think this was episode I believe 12 or 13 but even knowing what was about to happen was coming it it still didn't make the pain any less when it actually when I actually seen it play out on screen cause man this, <laughs> this was one of those times to where I think this was one of the first times to where I was like I was like okay this gotta be too good to be true because this is and I made a comment about this on Twitter earlier but it's like it's like this is moments like or shows like this is like clearly things didn't work out or isn't going to work out anytime soon because the manga is still going <laughs> and so yeah I remember yeah when I was reading through 
this and I think that this part of the story I don't even know this isn't even like 50 chapters in and the manga is over 200 chapters so when I, I remember getting to this part and I was like oh she is the girl is finally alive in the present day Takamichi is supposed to go see her he actually gets to see her and I'm like oh okay mission accomplished I don't know why there's why there's another 150 chapters beyond this but hey it's all gravy baby but no sadness comes and she gets killed in the most horrific way or one of the most horrific ways not the most horrific horrific ways because uh more crazy stuff is coming later on in this show <laughs> so just just buckle up but um but yeah man it was just so wild just seeing this stuff just kind of just play out in in front of me but that that's Tokyo Revengers for you and and just in case if you haven't heard yet there is not going to be a break the the uh anime is going to continue the next arc is I think it's continuing I think next weekend and so it is called the Bloody Halloween arc so yeah, that, that arc was freaking wild. So, but yeah. But anyway, you got that to look forward to. So, yeah. And and if, if you haven't watched or read Tokyo Revengers, get on it. It is good. It is great. It is, it is one of the series in a while to where I can't even wait for the season to be over before I jump to the manga. I think it was literally, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, I think it was literally... After like episode three, I believe I was like, okay, I gotta find out what's going on. I started binge reading, and so, but yeah, um, and the manga is in its final, just started its final arcs too. So, whew, lots of good stuff going on for that. So yeah, Tokyo Revengers, check it out. Next up on the list, we got some My Hero Academia anime. So this episode pretty much kicks off the Endeavor Agency arc and <laughs> this is this is just very interesting because you know they've mixed around some of the story arcs because it was supposed to be the My Villain Academia arc after the Class A versus 1B and then the Endeavor stuff and then Christmas well they flipped it around they did Christmas then Endeavor and then I think they'll do the the Villain Academia stuff um, within the next few episodes because I know the Endeavor arc isn't the Endeavor Agency arc isn't that long. It should be done within like two more episodes, maybe three tops. So, but yeah, yeah, this episode was just really cool. Just seeing, you know, Endeavor starts to take on Totoro or Shoto, Bakugo, and Midoriya under his wing, and kind of show them the ropes. And of course, y'all know me. I'm a big Hawks fan. So, of course, I'm loving seeing the stuff of, like, the the secret espionage stuff where he's having to send stuff in secret code. And I love, you know, I love the moment where he's basically trying to give Endeavor the hint of, like, yo, I can't tell you what's going on because I'm being watched and recorded. But, hey, check out this book, especially the highlighted parts. And pay special close attention to the second part, too. So... Yeah, that, that was kind of cool just seeing that all play out. And then we also got, got a little bit more context for the whole uh, 
try not to spoil too much, but just like the whole best genus situation because cause in the manga the duffel bag just happened. The duffel bag moment, I just said that just happened. But this episode, they actually have a little bit of context of them two interacting with each other beforehand. And so, yeah, that, that's going to make things very, very interesting to see. Um, I will say I really enjoyed seeing Burning in the anime and I love her green hair. Did not expect it to be green because, you know, of course, in the manga, it's black and white. You can't really tell what's what, but, you know, most of us are just was just assuming, like, oh, no, she's just got, you know red hair or whatever but for the fact for it to be kind of this like flowing green color is pretty awesome and very fitting for her and her personality but yeah so but yeah but overall yeah my academia anime episode was really good really solid um of course new arc new opening ending the openings growing on me a little bit after i've heard it a couple of times and then the ending i'm think i'm kind of liking it's pretty chill but, um, but yeah, so some, some cool stuff. And, and of course I loved in the intro that they showed a little tease of, 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 uh, Redestro and his group. They showed, of course, Shigaraki and the League of Villains and stuff. So that, that stuff was really cool to kind of get a slight teasing glimpse of in the opening. But yeah, so yeah, that, that's pretty much going to do it for my hero as well as anime stuff in general. Let me just double check. All right, so let's jump into some manga talk. So, and, and I'll kind of set this up up front here, and I'll probably say it again towards the end, but I think uh, kind of going forward, you know, I'm definitely, actually, you know what? I will say this for the end, so scratch that. I'll say this kind of like my little wrap-up section at the end. So, so yeah, so let, let's just dive right in. So I guess let's start with uh, One Piece this week. So One Piece manga chapter 1017. That is One Piece manga chapter 1017 titled The Order. And so we have <laughs> Buggy the Clown gracing us with his presence as we get a reader request, a chimpanzee solving puzzles with Buggy's body. Sure cool <laughs> but um but yeah but pretty much in general this chapter was kind of like i guess kind of like 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 a, a handful of like key moments so pretty much we have otama finally get the courage to speak up and to issue the command to all of the gifters and stuff that ate her uh kibidongo balls and so now she has control over them so now she have the voice command for all of them to basically turn and to fight on their side against Kaido them. So very awesome of her to do that. And so of course Queen tried to intervene and shoot a beam at him or at her I should say. But Sanji comes in for a big W and just kicks the crap right out of what's his name? Uh, Queen and then we have a little moment where, you know, Queen is basically like, like, dang it, Judge's son again. And Sanji is like, hey, don't, you know, don't ever say that name to me. Are you part of his insane research team or something? And this is where we get so a little bit more information and backstory that Queen was part of a team, science team or something with Judge many years back called Mads. But he says that was ages ago. 
And then he basically reveals that he is a cyborg now. And I'm guessing because of whatever stuff they were working on doing back then. So yeah, he's a cyborg, kind of like Frankie. And so he kind of switches into his hybrid form, which is, I feel nothing too special to look at, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah. But yeah, so got those two about to kick off their fight. And like I said, the gifters are going crazy. <laughs> we see freaking Chopper in a new form called Baby Geezer Chopper. And this is part of a new side effect of the his new Rumble Balls. And so Besky turns him into like a little baby. And so Besky just kind of reminds me of uh, back when Luffy was first using Gear 3. And toward the side effect of that made him very tiny. Same thing, just a very... A even more adorable baby chopper <laughs> so yeah so they're doing some tests and stuff on Zoro to try to get him back up and running but it seems like whatever he's going to use on Zoro is going to have some bad side effects but Zoro's like I don't care about what's going to happen later I need to be able to move now so yeah, so he got him going with that and then we have this confrontation or we get to kind of check in on the fight between What's his name? Uh, who's Who and Jinbei. And so through the fight, um, which looked pretty cool, we basically learn that Who's Who used to be a CP9 agent back in the day, way back in the day, like over 12 years ago. And so they have a moment, you know, where Jinbei is basically like worse. Okay, well, so the way Who's Who is fighting and techniques and stuff he's using, it's some of those CP or those cypher pole techniques like Rob Bluchin and all them was using back in Water 7 or just in general whenever we've seen the CPE agents. And so that's when, you know, Jinbei basically calls him out and he's and then Jinbei talks about, he said, um, and in this moment, who's who also turns into his hybrid form, which looks kind of cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, Jinbei basically is like, you know, I heard about a member of CP9 who escaped from jail seems strange that a secret agent would be in would be in prison however and then who sue basically just laughs and reveals like you know you know i can't believe you remember that yes that was me but you don't know me and he's like i happen to like who i am now but he mentions that because of an incident that happened 12 years ago that's why that's what landed him in jail and he says that they said that he used to have as much potential as Rob Lucci back in the day. And so this is when we kind of get this pretty crazy reveal that the thing that he was doing six or 12 years ago was he was guarding a devil fruit that was on a government ship. And that devil fruit was Luffy's gum gum fruit. And so, yeah, so, yeah, we have a moment where basically, um, who's who says, let me see, he says, uh, talking about, you know, about Jinbei being the helmsman, the helmsman of the Straw Hat crew. He says that the mention of that name brings back the bitter past 12 years ago. A devil fruit was stolen from a government ship. And when Straw Hat Luffy appeared two years ago, I was in shock to learn the truth that Straw Hat had eaten the very gum gum fruit that was stolen from that ship. Now, and this is something that, of course, I learned through just 
watching other YouTube streams and stuff or whatever today, but this is something that was hinted at back in chapter one. Yes, I'll let that sink in. Chapter one, first chapter of the series. There is a part where Shanks mentions that because, you know, that that's how Luffy ended up eating the fruit because Shanks them had the fruit and they were all chilling or whatever. And when they weren't looking, Luffy snuck and ate the fruit. And you know, that's how he got his powers and stuff. But in that moment or in that chapter, there's a mention that Shanks says that they had just stole that fruit. So, yeah. So for anybody that's curious. So, yeah. So on chapter one, it's on the Shonen Jump app. Basically, it's around pages 19 and 20. To where, you know, when Luffy is trying to walk away after being mad at Shanks them, and, you know, we get the first reveal that Luffy's arm stretches and stuff, everybody freaks out. And then this, that's when Yasop is like, it's not here. The gum gum fruit we stole from that enemy ship. And that's, you know, all that they said at the time. But now we know it was a government ship that they stole the fruit from. And so, of course, you know, the, the One Piece community is currently running wild with theories as people are trying to speculate and stuff like okay what does this mean like why did the government have the gum gum fruit like is it because it has some other special property or ability or something else or did you know whoever had had it previously was a problem like like what's going on there or is it just simply hey they had it but it but it'd be kind of weird that hey the government had this fruit. They had a CP9 agent guarding it. Shanks stole the fruit. It's too many big names, big players involved in this for something more to at least not be going on. So that's pretty interesting to kind of see and hear that teased out. And I'm looking forward to, you know, hearing hearing more about what's whatever's up with that. So yeah, so Always fun and exciting times in the world of One Piece. So, moving right along, gonna move over to My Hero Academia manga. So, let me get it pulled up. So, My Hero Academia manga chapter 318, titled Reckless. And that title is very accurate because <laughs> Deku is being very reckless. So, yeah, so pretty much this chapter was kind of, I guess kind of like summarizing it up you know everybody you know trying to let Deku like hey man like you need to slow down you need to chill take it easy or not 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 necessarily take it easy but like take care of yourself and and you know you don't have to do everything by yourself and all this jazz but of course Deku's been like nah man I'm fine you know let me be and so yeah it just look like cause yeah, cause basically the chapter starts off with Endeavor pretty much updating Deku saying, you know, we're we're switching up our approach. At this rate, you're not going to last much longer out there. The official dispatch dates for the foreign heroes will be decided soon. Now that part is something I am very excited about ever since um earlier in this arc where they kind of teased the silhouettes when he was talking about like like man we need some help from other from heroes from other countries. I can't wait and I hope, you know, we see some cool new characters and designs and stuff, whatever, from heroes from other countries and stuff. And I hope that they kinda of diversify it. 
you know, hope we, you know, it, it would be cool to get like more cool black characters and stuff in there. As well as, hey, I'd be down for for an Australian hero, a Egyptian hero. Uh, you know, obviously they're gonna have somebody from from the U.S. freaking Batman or something, or Spider Batman or however they're gonna do it. But anywho, but yeah, so so fingers crossed. Potentially, pro heroes from other regions inbound. Probably, probably within the uh, the coming months. So. So yeah, but anywho, yeah, continuing on. So yeah, so yeah, they were talking, and then you know, Endeavor is just saying like, yeah, you know, you're the key to all this, so we can't have you running yourself into the ground, and we get this kind of like dark, silhouetted panel of Deku just saying, "I'm still on my feet. I'm fine, and I can't give the villains time to prepare." And he just hangs up on him as he just marches forward looking crazy and deranged as the previous offer or the previous uh, one for all users are saying like yo dude listen man like like your your wounds are far from healed and it's not yet time to throw caution to the wind and then he gets his danger sense goes off and he goes flying off again and so we have a moment where pretty much all the vestiges are sitting there talking and they're like, you know, Nana's like, you know, my own feelings place a heavy burden on him and Banjo is like, nah, the kiddo sees every cause as a worthy one. The fourth says for better or worse, or no, was this the fourth? I get them mixed up. I think it was the fourth. Says for better or worse, the manifestation of our quirks has enabled him to act on his primary motivation. He, he now seeks to save everyone as a true superhero. And then we get the first saying, you know, he's cho he's choosing the right path. The second, or no, not the first. The second says that. And then the third says, you think so, leader? The second says, inaction is not an option, especially given the circumstances. That's how it is for those of us who bear one for all. That said... If there's anything that could bolster Izuku Midoriya, it would be dot dot dot. And then we see Deku showing up to helping out some civilians fight off some some uh, villains. But of course, he's looking all crazy in the range, freaking black black whips flailing everywhere and stuff. And then you know he's you know to ask the civilians as he's got his smoke coming out, talking about you know, are you hurt? And there's one lady's like, mama, mama, mama multiple quirks or are you working for all for one and deck was like what no and then they're like great glad to hear it and they run off and it says we're really fine we're, we're just dandy and then his danger sense goes off and he goes darting off again and then he's just thinking you know everyone's got it rough what does all for one want where is he I have to put a stop to Shigaraki and the league. And this, and so in this part, we get a little panel of like Dobby, Toga, and Spinner, as well as, you know, Shigaraki. But honestly, I, I have forgot just because it's been, it's been a while already, but that Dobby revealed his real hair color. And so it threw me off seeing, you know, Dobby with the blonde hair. And so, but, um, but yeah, and, and I can't wait to see that, see that in the anime. But anywho, uh, so yeah, yeah, he's thinking back to you know all for ones like I can't, 
you know, he said, I can't let them hurt anyone else. I have to complete one for all, as he's remembering, like I said, uh, all for one saying, now it's your turn. And then, so that, every, and he says, I have to complete one for all, so that everyone can live their lives in peace and safety as he goes to fight this, looks like this like shark looking creature thing coming out the water. It looks freaking insane. And then, yes, yeah, so yeah, he's just having flashes of his mom, Gran Torino, All Might, Aizawa, and Eri, as he says, so we, so we can all smile together again. And we get this really badass panel of like crazy deranged looking Deku marching forward but behind him you see panels of everybody from class 1A and stuff so very cool very wholesome though I don't see Shinso in any of those panels but anywho so yeah so he is going on and he basically encounters another one of awful ones hired goons and I'm trying to think what was his name hold on let me see yeah his name was Dictator and so basically his quirk is called D-Spot to where he can basically control and like puppeteer other people and so basically he sends a mob of regular civilians right at Deku to go punching and wailing on him and stuff and sorry for the popping y'all for you know, to go punching and welling on him and so of course all the civilians are like you know our bodies are doing this on its own you know we, we're not trying to hurt you and Deku's like I know it's okay and then Deku's just thinking he's like I have to figure out a way basically to, to like clear out the crowd without hurting them because he's like you know he said of course he's taking the precaution of having civilians shield him I can't resort to big powerhouse moves what about Air Force and things like that? And then he basically, you know, mentions that, like, you know, either he has to deliver a hard blow to all the people, all the civilians, or he has to attack the guy directly himself. And so as he's getting swarmed by all these people, right, he's trying to figure out a strategy, our boy Bakugo comes in with a armor-piercing shot and just take out the dictator dude, just point blank, just boom, take him out. As we see the second looking on, as he's thinking, you know, if there's anything that could bolster Izuku Midoriya now, it would be. And then we see Bakugo, as Bakugo is on the phone with somebody saying, he's here, guys. So, it'd be curious to see if this is all of Class 1A. Or this is just like a handful of them, you know, what what what's the situation? Who's all who's all here to party? So but anywho, yeah, that that was very awesome to see. I'm very glad to see Bakugo and potentially some of the other students coming back into the fray to try to see how they do, how they react and handle Deku. You know, is he gonna try to, you know, ignore their request to chill out? Is he gonna end up fighting Bakugo again? What, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see like how this is all going to play out. But My Hero Academia is going to be on break next week. So we'll have to wait a couple of weeks to find out. So, so yeah, so just kind of a little bit of wrapping up some stuff before we go to our 
outro and stuff. So I just kind of just wanted to, to talk about this because I didn't mention this at the top of the show, but forgot. But I think that, you know, going forward, what I'm going to do, kind of like how I did today, is that I'm not going to try to read every series, every chapter that I'm reading every week, just because one, that gets very long, very tiring. And two, everything doesn't always have something that is like really discussion worthy for me to bring to y'all because, you know, I, I kind of want to, e- even if it might not be too much, I want to at least have something to say about these chapters, these shows, whatever it is I'm talking about, games, whatever, other than me just kind of just reading page for page through this, through the chapters or just scene by scene for the anime, I would like to have like actual discussion even like say even if it's just like me you know and and, and that's not to say that I want that I will not you know read through the chapters and stuff again of course I will because no sometimes it's just chapters to where it is so good and so hyped that I want to kind of just read through and go through it step by step and break it down so that stuff will still happen but you know I'm definitely I'm just not going to you know just talk about a series on here on the podcast just for the sake of of adding more bullet points and stuff to the episode. Cause yeah, cause yes, I, I read Dr. Stone. That was awesome. I, I caught up on black Co- clover. That was really cool. And Marshall was good and things like that. But you know, nothing really that I have much to say on. So I think, I think I'm gonna kind of do that going forward. Cause I think that'll be best for me and the podcast in general going, you know, as we continue on, and also for for those of you that are listening, you know, that way you're not just hearing me just kind of regurgitate, you know, the same thing that you just read with nothing more to add to it than just, oh, yeah, hey, good chapter, you know, which that, that you know, I'll still say sometimes, like, oh, yeah, hey, such and such chapter was really good, too. Don't have anything to add to it. You know, like I so said, that would kind of help the flow of the show and kind of help try to tighten up my episodes some because while, yes, I don't mind them going long if it is justifiable, but just, you know, but I don't want to just be rambling and going long just for the sake of, oh, hey, look, my episode is an hour and a half, two hours. No. So, you know, so, yeah, so hopefully, you know, all that makes sense and, you know, we'll see how things go forward. But I do kind of want to mention here a couple of things that I probably will be checking out next week, especially with uh, my hero being on break. So, of course, I'm, I'm going to read the new Spy Family, see where that goes. Um, I'm a f- few chapters behind on Vigilante, so maybe that'd be something I can talk about next week once I catch up on that. And then there was another new series that started today called The Hunter's Guild Red Hood. So they put out the first chapter for this new series um, that's about a grim take on Grimm's Tales, The Hunted Become the Hunters. So, that... The cover of it looks pretty cool, and so I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. Kind of look, looks like an adult Red Riding Hood, but um, but yeah. So look look forward to that, and who knows what else on next week's episode. But yeah, I think that's pretty much gonna wrap it up. I'm trying to sense anything else I need to see and talk about. Um, of course, in general, you know, I'm, I have started reading through Volume One for Smoking Parade manga, so I'll be doing some content around that 
at some point in the coming weeks once I get finished up that. So, but anywho, enough rambling. Let's go on to the outro. All right, and that's going to do it for this week's episode of Danny's Talk Podcast. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. And if you are a returning listener, as always, thanks for tuning in and welcome back. If you are new, welcome to the show. Welcome to the crew. Hope you'll stick around and join us for this wild journey that we're going on. As always, make sure to like the podcast, subscribe to it, follow it on whatever streaming platform that you listen to podcasts on. The podcast is pretty much on every service out there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everything else in between. Tell a friend, tell a co-worker, spread the word that Robert, aka Father of Vash, is out here doing his thing. So yeah, so you guys have an awesome week. You know, like I mentioned up top, as always, you know, follow my stuff on you know, Twitter at Dad Needs to Talk, Instagram, Dad Needs to Talk Podcast, and yeah, be on the lookout, like I said, for for mysterious projects that I'm working on, some of which are already in different corners of the internet. Like I said, just just go search around for a Dad Needs to Talk or a Dad Needs to Talk Podcast and see what platforms I might be on and what work I might be doing on those platforms. So, you know, kind of like some kind of wanted to try to experiment and diversify what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, and just seeing what's all out there. So as always, you know, I am always up for a good time for collaboration. So if any other fellow content creators are out there listening and you would like for me to come on your show and collaborate or something, as you see and know, I talk about a lot of stuff, so I pretty much can jump on most topics except for sports. <laughs> but um, but yeah, life, family, manga, anime, TV, games, all that good stuff. Get at your boy Robert, and let's hook up and have a good time. But enough rambling. Let's get out of here. I hope everybody out there has an awesome week. Let's celebrate those victories. Let's get some W's and share some love with each other and with the world. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Like I said, y'all have an awesome week. Take care. Bye and peace.